my fantastic players. This is the Dominion League weekly podcast, a recap of this week in Dominion games. I am your host, Trumpf, and this is the episode for July 26, 2021. This weekend was Pride in Berlin! Happy Pride, everyone! And this week's nail polish is Do You Speak Love? <laughs> Which is, as most of you have guessed, a shade of red. It's a very silly name, in my opinion, which only reminded me of What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. And I had this tune in my brain all week. But there is a really nice metal cover of that song, which I will link to in the show notes. So... I'll be on vacation two weeks from now and not be able to do an episode. But instead of just taking a break, after four months, I thought, why not have another interview instead? <laughs> and so I am very happy to let you know that a certain Recycle Garbage has kindly accepted my interview request. If you should have any questions you'd like them to answer, be sure to let me know by Thursday. And apropos, the transcript of the Gamesu interview is now available on the blog. I'll link to it. Huge thanks to TerraCubist. You are awesome. And now for some business. Shanahan made his debut in A tier this week against Crabcat 2 with a tie, and that was all the action we saw in A tier. Moving over to B and C, Negative took a win and a tie from Dr. Steelhammer and Akuchi, respectively, and sits in number one position of B1. In B2, no further matches have been played, which of course means that Sigmatic remains in first place there. Apostolos Ruler broke the tie in C1 with a win against Derpa and is now alone on top of that division. A Moffat 11 sits in first place of C3. Of the players who already completed a match in C4, Trippy remains on top. And in C2, no matches have been played yet. Over in D tier, Ras2 won their first match against the world and is now leading D1. Sharo won his first match of the season against Heth and is currently in number one position of D3. There have been no matches played in either D2 or D4. But a lot has gone down in all of E tier, so... Leonard H. sits comfortably at the top of E1. Ed Detector took number one position of E2 after a clean sweep. Micha1980 won his first two matches of the season and now sits at number one in E3. In E5, Team OK won his first match and is now leading the division. Hi, Team OK! In E6, we had another clean sweep by C. Lundy, who now finds himself at the top of this division. A. Libby 1152 and S. Sounder tied in number one position of E7. And Snappy Boy overtook T. Darkshine at the top of E8 after a win against the Ultimate Geek. In E4, no matches have been played yet. And with this, we're on to the results comments shoutout section. And this was... This was very interesting. Like I, I can feel another 
results comments saga coming. So we had results from H11, Lady Cede against All Chocolate. They tied and Lady Cede comments really tense, heart pounding games. I I hope you're okay. Um, I hope you had fun. And then All Chocolate played another match for H11 against Polymorpher and won. And All Chocolate says, great player, challenging and fun, won't forgive that turn one ghost ship first game. Well, and a result from H12, Count Lorne v Akaduli. Count Lorne only won one game in this match and says, we played some games. Games were played. Sorry, Count Lorne. Okay, so this is the start of the new saga. I hope it's gonna be one. Uh, results from F2. Casual Majestic 1-4-2 against Epbob. And comments, Liestal Swiss. Then we had results from J17. Semmelmann against Nightflower 2008. Semmelmann took five wins. And comments... Excellent matches, excellent contender, my regards to Nightflower 2008. Which, what a nice comment. This is a comment I would I would like to get after losing five games out of six. Then we had a result from H8, Gagan 94 against Brownie 99. Gagan took one of three games... And comments, good games. I learned at least one new combo, which that's nice. Um, what new combo? I would like to know. And then we had, this is also like one of my favorite comments so far. Uh, results from I11. Lord Booty against Cool Kiwi Cuts. And they tied and Lord Booty says, great person. So nice. And the continuation of our saga... This is the last comment I'd like to shout out. Results from F2, Casual Majestic, again winning 4-2, this time against Healthy Duck. And they comment, Akron, Ohio. Is this where your opponents are from, Casual Majestic? I am intrigued. I will follow this. So that was it for the results comment shout out. And unlike I said last episode, the significantly shoutout section returns today because there are already four players who have completed at least three matches with a win rate of at least 65%. Uh, I am impressed. And shout out to you. Uniboshi, Shilex, P-Grabber, and Rainbow Chalice. Well done indeed. And with this, we are moving over to size games. Big games have advanced to playoffs. Russ 2 won the first semifinal match against Shanahan and is awaiting the winner of the Swedish Derby in the finals. Jektil and Fika Monster are playing their semifinal match after a bit of scheduling confusion tomorrow. That is Tuesday, 12 UTC. In medium games, Bitter Worm Coil won the tiebreaker against J. True Piano and will face CPSCH2 in the semis. 
The other semi-final match saw MechAttack 2 advancing to the finals of the fifth installment of Medium Games. Both Big and Medium Games are slowly but surely drawing to a close and sign-ups for the next installment of both tournaments are already open. Check the respective Discord channels for more info. The small games quarterfinals are almost complete. We saw Eschikeur, Eilado and Svenobeno advancing to semis. Eschikeur is awaiting their opponent, which will either be Ginger or Abot349. Good luck to all of you. Over in dual set, eight matches remain to be played in this first stage of the competition. As of now, Akuchi remains unchallenged in his 100% win rate. This is of little importance to how this tournament is played, but I still wanted to give a shout out. Of the other players who've already finished their matches, both Crabcat 2 and Lemon Spawn only gave one game away each, and Minion Pawn won 10 out of 12 games. And now for my personal weekend games. I played my first league match of the season and I won. I can't say that I played too well, but I'll take it. And my next match is scheduled for Thursday, 4 to 6 p.m. my time. I also commentated another match with Jackdaw, which was fun as usual, but I was shocked to learn that for dual set, playing at least one game with Nocturne is not part of the rules. And I seriously question this decision on the part of the organizer. I also completely forgot that my dual set group is actually Nocturne. <laughs> And so, of course, now I wonder, had I been in any other group, would I have fallen in love with that expansion instead? It's uh, all the existential questions, you all. I also played the Quizzes Zipsix put together for Dominion cards. And if you were wondering why the average score of these is so low, that's because of me! You're welcome! Those were really fun, though. There were some quizzes by other people as well, but I didn't try those. They are all in the hashtag Dominion channel on Discord, so go check them out if you haven't already. They're fun. And with this, it's time for our preview. And the calendar is empty. I guess if you listen to this right away, you'll still be able to watch Yoma v Namek for League C. And other than that, um, well, on Saturday, Lemon Spawn will play Jerry.4 League B at 13 UTC. And hopefully, this will fill up during the week because it's a little empty. And that means we've already reached SpecChat. I have been working on a new podcast with a dear friend of mine and I finished another episode yesterday that I'm really happy with and Rosa Luxemburg played a part in it and I just wanted to share with you what an important political thinker she was. If you're not familiar with her, Rosa Luxemburg was a Marxist, an activist, a philosopher, a revolutionary. She was co-founder of the Communist Party of Germany and also penned what would become the party program. She was murdered at age 47 in January 1919 
by government-sponsored paramilitary groups with consent by the then Social Democratic government. I could rant about the division among the left for another hour, but that's a story for a different time. So I'll leave you with Luxembourg's most famous quote on the nature of freedom. She says, quote, Freedom only for the members of the government, only for the members of the party, though they are quite numerous, is no freedom at all. Freedom is always the freedom of the one who thinks differently. Not because of any fanatical concept of justice, but because all that is instructive, wholesome and purifying in political freedom depends on this essential characteristic and its effectiveness vanishes when freedom becomes a special privilege. Unquote. Freedom is always the freedom of the one who thinks differently. Die Rosa. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me on Discord for feedback. I am at Strumpf. And I will catch you next week. The game has ended. Bye. Bye.